please join me in today's scripture reading, which is Genesis chapter 18, verses 1 through 15, as well as chapter 21, verses 1 through 7. The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre, while he was sitting at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. He said, I have found favor in your eyes, my lord. Do not pass your servant by. Let a little water be brought, and then you may wash all your feet and rest under this tree. Let me get you something to eat so you can be refreshed and then go on your way. Now that you have come to your, now that you have come to your servant, very well, the master, do, do as you say. So Abraham hurried to the tent to Sarah. Quick, he said, get three sahas of fine flour and knead it and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and selected the choice, tender calf, and gave it to, his, to a servant who hurried to prepare it. He then brought some curds and milk and the calf that had been prepared and set these before them. While they ate, while they ate he stood near them under a tree. Where is your wife Sarah, they asked him. There, in the tent, he said. Then the Lord said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already old and well advanced in years. Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself, and she thought, After I am worn out and my master is old, I will now have this pleasure. Then the Lord said to Abraham, why does Sarah laugh and say, Will I really have a child now that I am old? This is anything is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she lied and said, I did not laugh. But he said, Your sister's laugh. Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah, as he had said. And the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age. At the very time God had promised him, Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son Sarah bore. When his son Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him as God commanded. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has brought me luck. And everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. And she added, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would make children? Would I have bore him a son in his old age? God bless the hearing of his word. Okay. So all of you fathers out there, um, and all of us who have fathers, especially our Heavenly Father. Um, so I have a question today, as usual. How many of you like to laugh? How recently have you had a good laugh? This morning? Great, because some of us haven't had a good laugh in a long time. Sometimes I think we go through life slogging through and we forget to laugh. I think somebody's forgetting to laugh this morning. <laughs> but anyway, um, what makes you laugh? What kinds of things make you laugh? Shows, TV shows? Oh, jokes. 
Oh, you're in luck because I happen to have brought some jokes with me today. Yay, jokes. Jokes are good, sometimes. Sometimes they're funny. What other things make us laugh? Clowns. Sometimes people get afraid of clowns, though. Babies. Yes, babies can make us laugh, especially when they laugh. <laughs> okay. Well, I just happen to have some jokes with you. This week, we've been hearing a lot of dad jokes lately with it being Father's Day. I don't think I have any dad jokes with me today. But um, <laughs> there's, there's a thing I catch on the radio every now and then. I think it's on the K-Love station where they have people call in to try to get the, the DJ to snort, to laugh so hard that she snorts. It's, it's very funny, and sometimes she really does. <laughs> but I didn't hear any of those jokes today, so I had to remember to bring some with me. So I have a couple here. We'll see how we do with them. Um, all right, the first one is, what did the dog trainer buy at the deli? Or the bakery, maybe, would be a better choice. What did the dog trainer buy at the deli or bakery? A puppy seed bagel. Ooh, I know. Okay. All right. Um, what are the best slippers in the world made of? Banana peels, yes. All right. What instrument only plays sour notes? I'll give you a hint. It's a woodwind. It's a piccolo. <laughs> All right. Um, I have another one here. Um, how did Noah read on the ark? With what? With a pickle? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> hmm. How did Noah read on the ark? Ugh. Well, I know the answer. Hmm? Hmm? Not fireflies, nope. Flashlights? Well, that would be, you're close. Oh, glasses? No. Are you ready for this? Or should I make you wait a little longer? <laughs> the suspense is killing you. The suspense was killing Abraham and Sarah. He read by floodlights. I know. I, I, am definitely, I am definitely not a stand-up comedian. Never was, never will be. Um, but in our story, Abraham and Sarah had to wait for their answer. They had to wait a very long time. And then they had some visitors that came and said, hey, your wife's going to have a baby by next year. Sarah thought that was the biggest joke in the world. Yeah, right, I'm 90 years old, he's 100. No way, no way. <laughs> That's just too funny. That's the biggest joke in the world, right? Well, guess what? The joke was on them because it happened. And so sometimes we need to think about God's timing and the things that he promises us, he will do. It just may take a very long time. And the fact that she laughed at this, hmm, sometimes God laughs at us. 
says, yeah, you know, I told you this was going to happen, and now you have it. So the child that was born, Isaac, his name means what? Laughter. Laughter. And he did bring joy to his family, to his mother, to his father, to the world. Um, so we have sometimes to wait for that laughter to come, and, but we know that God has promised that in our lives we will have the joy if we trust him. He has promised us so many wonderful things, and he will make them happen in his time, not in our time. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you that you do keep your promises, that you give us joy, and that you will keep us safe and give us all that we need. You keep your promises, and that's incredible. So help us to trust you. Help us to laugh with you and laugh at ourselves when we don't. And help us to have faith that you are with us each step of the way and know what's best for us and when it is best for us. So we thank you for Jesus and we thank you for all the good things that you've given us. In Jesus' name, amen. Can do better than that. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Hallelujah. Happy Father's Day, Central Baptist. Happy Father's Day to the fathers in the house. I am just so grateful for the privilege. Um, it is an honor to stand before you uh, as Pastor Jen is on vacation. I have known Pastor Jen for quite a long time. We met, I think, in 2013. So it's been 10 years of growth and change and love and just spiritual sisters at the heart of Christ. I also want to give honor to God, who is our Heavenly Father, for this glorious day. We made it through all that horrible rain yesterday, but look, the sun is shining bright and the clouds are dissipating. So we just give honor to our Heavenly Father this morning for a beautiful Father's Day. Also, I wanted to give honor to my pastor, who allowed me to come and share a word with you this morning. Um, on behalf of my pastor, Reverend Dr. Shelley Beth from Redeemer's Family Zion Church, we bring you greetings in the name of the Lord. And before I begin, let us pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for this day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, Lord, I pray as your servant that you would rest upon me, that you would move my flesh out of the way, Lord, and make way for your spirit to speak through me. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Today's sermon topic is from impossible to wondrous laughter. If you could just oblige me for just a minute and turn to your neighbor, maybe three people, and tell them, don't laugh, God is getting ready to do something new in me. Don't laugh, God is getting ready to do something new in me. It may seem impossible to you right now, but God is getting ready to do something new.
news. I know the scripture has been read in our hearing already, but I'd like to add another chapter and verse, as well as read through some of the other scriptures that have been read in your hearing from the New King James Version of the Bible, starting with Genesis chapter 17, verses 15 through 17, and it says, Then God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name, and I will bless her and also give you a son by her. Then I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And, so, and shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? Then going over to Genesis chapter 18, verses 10 through 15, it says, and he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Sarah was listening in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age. And Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I have grown old, Shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I surely bear a child since I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I didn't laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, no, but you did laugh. Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 through 7 says, And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time of which At the set time at which, I lost my place, y'all. At which God had spoken to him, and Abraham called the name of his son, who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. Then Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Now Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made me laugh, and all who hear will laugh with me. She also said, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a child? For I have borne him a son in his old age. Have you ever laughed at the impossible? Have you ever told yourself, this blessing can't be happening to me right now and laughed all the way to the bank? Have, you, have people told you about a wonderful thing God was getting ready to perform in your life and you found yourself humbled by the thought of the impossible being done in your life? Have you scoffed 
at the idea of God doing a new thing in your life to only turn around and laugh and rejoice at the wonder of it all unfolding in your life? Maybe the doctors told you that you and your wife wouldn't be able to have children. Maybe some people told you you wouldn't be able to move forward in your life. Maybe you thought you were to do or be this one thing, but God showed up to make your name great and moved you to another level. Maybe God told you he wanted to use you to do a great things in ministry, and you said, Lord, use another person. I'm too old, too tired, too exhausted, too disabled, or it's too hard for me to do. Well, I'm here to tell you today that nothing is too hard for the Lord God we serve. Nothing is impossible for the God that we serve. God has a plan. We may not understand the plan right now, but he has a brighter future and a hope for you. Just sit back, do what God tells you to do, and watch things go from impossible to wondrous laughter. At times, I like to say that God has jokes. And in the awesomeness of the big reveal, God has a way of making us sit back and laugh with joy in our hearts when everything is said and done. As I think back over my own life, the Lord reminded me of the prophetic promises spoken over my life and the feelings of inadequacy. I struggled with to preach the word of the Lord. How I laughed at the call into ministry because I hadn't been saved long enough. I didn't know enough about the Bible. As a matter of fact, growing up, my mother used to make us sit 5.30 in the morning for Bible study devotion time before we got ready for school. Hated it. But look at me now. Those seeds were planted because God had a plan. How the Lord had to tell me, no, you are called. You're anointed and appointed before preaching my first sermon at Hartford Seminary. How I had to humbly submit myself to be used by God to carry the word inside of me in order to give birth to a new word at the appointed time that God had destined for my life. Has anyone ever struggled with the feelings of inadequacy? So I stand here today to tell you, don't laugh at the promises of God over your life like Abraham and Sarah. If anything, get ready to laugh when God performs the promise in your life. God is able and he will perform the prophetic promise at the appointed time in your life. You may think that God can't use you to serve in some capacity in your church, or you're not able to do the ministry he has called you to do, but nothing is too hard for God. If God can use Abraham at 100, and Sarah at 90 to give birth to a son 
who would be the evidence of God's promise being fulfilled to and through Abraham, then God can fulfill his promises to and through you and have you give birth to new possibilities of hope to show the powerful, transformative work of God. God is able to breathe life into your opportunities. God is able to open doors that you didn't know existed. God is able to establish new ministries through you. God is able to heal and strengthen your body to perform marvelous tasks for the kingdom of God. God can and will give you a new reason to laugh as he unfolds the plans he has for your life. Now, as we look at Abraham and Sarah's background, we see in chapter 17, God changes both of their names. Abraham's name used to be Abram, which means exalted father. But God changed his name to fit his new role as the father of many nations in his master plan for Israel. As for Sarah, her name used to be Sarai, which means my princess. But God changed her name to fit her new role in his plan for her life. The name Sarah has the same meaning as princess as Sarai, but the change of the name expanded the reach to a multitude of people. The name changes moved Abraham and Sarah from a local status to a global status. My brothers and sisters, when Jesus Christ saved us from our sin-filled lives, our role changed. We no longer belong to just our parents, and we are no longer tied to the sins of our earthly fathers. When we accepted Christ into our lives, we became a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that we may proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Your name has changed from common sinner to a royal priest or priestess. Your name change expanded your outreach from local to global in order to save the lost wherever you go. We give God praise and honor for our name change this morning. Your name change allows you to proclaim the praises of God to a multitude of people as well as give birth through your proclamations to kings and queens in the body of Christ. In Genesis chapter 18, verses 10 through 15, we see that Sarah is going by her new name, but is laughing within herself. 
as she hears the promise of God shared with Abraham, who has heard the promise for the third time. The first time the promise was shared is found in the book of Genesis chapter 15. But this third time is the charm, as Sarah is now hearing and listening to the promise of the Lord for herself for the first time. Sometimes I wonder how many of us Christians are walking around with our new names but are just now getting in position to hear and listen to the promises of the Lord for ourselves for the first time. The promises of God regarding your life may have been spoken to your spouse, your parents, or your grandparents, but you were not in position to hear it initially. You may have missed that prayer meeting, that revival, that Sunday morning worship service, or even that Wednesday or Tuesday night Bible study where the word went forth, but you were not around to hear it. But now, seeing that the time is right to speak a word of life into your life, and now is the time that God wants to use you the Lord will show up and tell you the plan for your life. Get ready. Watch for the prophetic word of God to show up in your life and for his plan to be revealed to you. My brothers and sisters, it may take many years, as we heard earlier, for the plan to unfold, but when God shows up, to tell you about his plan for your life. Don't laugh at the plan that God has for you. Don't start to internalize how the plan can't work in your life. Don't start to rationalize in your mind what you're not capable of doing. Don't start to criticize and critique the validity of the promises of God just because of the crazy situation you're currently in. If you should start to laugh in disbelief from what you've heard, don't be afraid to ask God to forgive you for your disbelief. Ask him to increase your faith. He knows the secrets of your heart. Psalm 44 verse 21 says, Would not God search this out? For he knows the secrets of the heart. Don't be like Sarah and lie to God about laughing at the plan over your life because you were afraid to admit your feeling of inadequacy to God. Just know that nothing is too hard for God to do in your life. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4 tells us, You are of God, little children. You have overcome them because... He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And for that, we can give God praise and honor for the greatness of God in us. Now, before I go on to the conception part, God wants everyone or someone here to know that you don't need a surrogate to take your place. Just like Sarah used Hagar, 
you don't need a surrogate to take your place. You can't tell God, here is my sister or my brother in the Lord. Use them, God, to conceive the promise through them. He wants to use you to fulfill the promise. There's no need to use what I call spiritual in vitro fertilization, where other people take the plant or the spiritual seed from you, fertilize it, and put it back into someone else. God will fertilize the seed within you and cause your spiritual gift to grow. Now, when the Lord visits you like he said he would, and, and the Lord does for you as he has spoken, you will conceive your new beginning in your spirit at the set time which God has spoken to you. But remember, before you give birth in the spirit, Spirit, you have to push, pray until something happens. Let me say that again. Push, pray until something happens. When the labor pains of ministry come, I'm not talking about the false contractions where you think you're ready to do something on your own terms and in your own strength. I'm talking about the real contractions when God won't let you sleep at night because there's a word or an idea stirring up inside of you and he has you up early in the morning or late in the midnight hours because he wants to talk to you. You keep on pushing. For the Abrahams in the house, you may need to pace the floor as the contractions come. But you keep on pushing. For the Sarahs in the house, you might have to find a comfortable birthing position on the floor where you're on your knees or prostrate on the floor, but you keep on pushing. You might have to get a prayer partner or a birthing coach to help remind you to breathe through the assignment or vision God has given you, but you keep on pushing. Once God tells you the promise is coming, I can see the head now, and he releases you to do the assignment, make sure to bear down and give God all the praise in your last push because God will have you laughing at the end of the assignment, and all who hear about the promise of God will laugh with you. Praise the word of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and amen. Let us pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for the new beginning. Lord, for the word that has been spoken over your people's life this morning. I pray, God, that you will stir up the gift of the Holy Spirit within them. We thank you for the insight, the wisdom, the promises, the guidance, the leading, and, Lord, the building of their faith right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, if there's someone under the sound of my voice who does not know you this morning, I pray that they will come to you with their hearts open, 
and their minds rejoicing at the possibility of receiving a new name. Lord, I thank you for moving them from a common sinner to a saint and saved by your grace. And Lord, we thank you for this house, for all the birthing possibilities that you have here at Central Baptist. Lord, may your word also flourish and inspire your people to move forward in the promises that you have given to them. We thank you and praise you for your word today, and we believe and stand upon it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. 